Hey everyone, live from New York City, I'm Jay Dombeck and this is Sports In Depth. Okay folks, JD here, week seven. And uh, week seven, it just feels good. We're, uh, we're really rolling on this show. Thanks to all the listeners and uh, thanks to KNP Productions out here with me in the city. It's just awesome. I'm having a blast. And I wanted to start today with uh, congrats to the LA Dodgers. I mean, we talked about the World Series. We talked about the MLB playoffs throughout. And uh, I'm proud of the Dodgers for getting it done. They've been there, of course, three of the last four years. And they finally overcame the obstacle. And here they are, crowned as champions. So uh, we'll dive into football here. I just wanted to touch base with the Dodgers. Um, Tua wins in his first start in the NFL. And uh, he threw a TD as well. For us fans, it's just amazing to see him come back from a big hip injury that ended his college career at Alabama. The Miami Dolphins are still in the playoff hunt. They sit at 4-3 and three and only one game back in the loss column to the Buffalo Bills and second in that division. So Tua's really coming in. He's coming in with responsibility. Fans are ready for Tua time, and so are we. I wanted to mention something about Tua, and he's someone, you know, you never knew he would get the chance. Um, He had one shining moment, and he delivered. Tua replaced Jalen Hurts, as we all know, in the second half of the 2018 College Football National Championship due to Jalen Hurts struggling. And Tua, he was called into the game, and the rest is history. Uh, He led Alabama to a championship and went on to be their guy. Now, something similar going on here. He goes on to replace Ryan Fitzpatrick with the Miami Dolphins. And uh, they thought it's time for change in Miami. And here comes their franchise guy. Something about Tua, and it reminds me of Tom Brady when he when he was talking to Peyton Manning on Peyton's Places uh, over on ESPN+. And Tom was explaining, it doesn't matter if you're the first pick or 199 like himself. This compares to the Tua story because Tua, he didn't know. I, I, I mean, he came in as a backup. He wasn't sure if he would get out there. And guess what? He got out there on the world's biggest stage and delivered. And that's something that he, his family, and the fan base should be very proud of. He's, he's an example of someone who is ready on the sidelines, always mentally and physically prepared, and came in and was a hero there for the Crimson Tide. And it's just, uh, his story is, I can't wait to begin his story here in the NFL because his college story is just oh, irreplaceable. So yeah, moving on from Miami. I wanted to go back into New England. Uh, Cam Newton fumbled in the final minute of Sunday's game against the Bills. Fourth straight loss for Bill Belichick's squad, and it raises questions of, is the dynasty over? Now, this is the first four-game losing streak since 2002, and the Brady-Belichick question seems to be answered already. And former Jets coach Rex Ryan mentioned something this week. He said, it shows you that the greatest player in the game has a hell of a lot greater impact than the greatest coach in the game. And keep in mind, that's coming from a coach. So no one's arguing with Tom Brady's talent and no one's arguing with Bill Belichick's coaching style. But when it comes down to picking one or the other, 
Belichick, remember, he coaches from the sidelines. Decision makers are on the field. That's why Tom Brady is the most important and always delivered for New England. And him moving on to Tampa Bay is a big loss for that organization. We had a few rivalry games uh, in the NFL. Of course, Ravens-Steelers and uh, Seahawks-Niners. Steelers remain perfect, and they remain perfect against great teams. I mean, uh, once again, they they go against a division rival, Baltimore, and they just stick it to them. Defense looks great. They look relentless. Lamar Jackson threw two picks in the matchup, and Steelers even took one to the house. I just feel that, you know, Pittsburgh was down 10 points in the ballgame. There's no quit there uh, within that locker room. Mike Tomlin uh, leads the charge there, and I think Steelers might be there when it's all said and done. I mean, I know this is an early prediction, and, you know, I always go with my buddy Patrick Mahomes out of the AFC, as we know on this show. Um, But Big Ben, I mean, he came back. Uh, Of course, elbow surgery. He was out all of last year, and he's ready to deliver. Um, defense looks great, offensive weapons looks great, and and he's just got to make the right decisions and put the ball in the right place. And Big Ben, like he's been doing since the start of his career, that's why he's got two rings uh, on pursuit of his third. He does his job, he wins games, undefeated still there in Pittsburgh. So next I was going to move on to the Chargers, and week by week it's blowing games. And I don't want to give the Chargers any excuses. I know they've been banged up. Uh, a little bit on offense and mainly on defense, but Justin Herbert's giving them great quarterback play, and he needs some backup from his defense because he's going out there. They're off to big time leads, you know. Sometimes twenty four to three, you know, they're off to a twenty three lead uh, a few weeks back to the New Orleans Saints, and and he's doing his job on the other end of the ball. They got to lock in, they got to focus, and. And it comes down to defensive preparation. And I think, you know, Anthony Lynn's a good coach. Um, And I like their coaching staff over in L.A. But zone defense doesn't cut it late in games. Um, Man-to-man is what wins championships. I feel like zone defense, and we talk about that with the Chargers mainly and, you know, other poor teams like, like the Jets and Giants. But they sit back in the zone you know, on defense, and that covers an area. That covers an area, not not the player in front of you, and uh, that's how good quarterbacks march down the field. Now, Joe Burrow, uh, the rookie Joe Burrow, number one overall pick to the Cincinnati Bengals, is just looking comfortable now. Beating the Tennessee Titans is huge. A great team in the AFC, and Cincinnati's looking better week by week. They have an ultimate goal of uh, getting that Super Bowl, but not quite yet. You know, you're going to have many years with Joe. Let's get the right pieces around him. Let's experiment with play calling and see how the defense clicks, see who we want to draft, see who we need in the offseason uh, to come to our squad. And and Joey looks good. I mean, he was pro-ready in college, and we all saw that last year. But, uh, you know, that's part of what he does, and, and that's how good, you know, Joe is. Uh, next, I wanted to joke about Patrick Mahomes. He was basically toying around against the Jets, you know, underhand TD passes, giving Tyreek Hill piggyback rides. Um, when you're beating the Jets, you don't even need to focus. It's fun in games, and and the Chiefs, uh, you know, they continue to keep rolling. They beat good, bad, 
or otherwise teams, and, and that's something to be proud of. That's something to be proud of, especially in this league when it's week to week. Any any team can beat anyone. More than anything, I like when the new quarterbacks succeed because you jump into a role across the league, a role where you're the most important guy on the football field, and everyone's depending on you to make the right play. And it's not easy, that transition from high school to college and then college to the NFL. And that's why I really enjoyed watching Tua throw a TD pass uh, on Sunday because getting into that flow, knowing that it's your team, it's a lot of pressure on your shoulders, and we have to see how you succeed under this kind of pressure. And these young quarterbacks are doing a good job. I I wanted to mention one thing, and with young quarterbacks, they stick with you if you produce. As we see over in Chicago with Mitchell Trubisky, They had to go to the veteran Nick Foles because the decision-making wasn't there. The accuracy wasn't there. And in the NFL, it's a make-or-miss league. If you're missing open targets, if you're missing guys down the field, wrong decisions on third down, next man up mentality. You know, I mentioned that mentality earlier on our show, and I'll stick with it. Uh, It's it's that kind of league. It's uh, it's cold-blooded in that aspect because... When you're a professional, it's not about, you know, uh, we're going to give you another chance. They might believe in you a few weeks longer than they did in the past, but if you don't produce, you're simply not going to keep that job. And something funny, and I always enjoy talking about the NFC least, we, we got to see the Dallas Cowboys against the Philadelphia Eagles Sunday night football. And the difference with this Sunday night football game is we watched a man named Ben DiNucci from James Madison start at quarterback for America's team. Now, not really anyone knew his name before the game. And that's no knock on Ben DiNucci. It just shows you that with the Cowboys and with injuries in the NFL, the third stringer's in. And Cowboys are struggling to stay healthy. The NFC East is is struggling uh, right now. They're they're trying to come together and see if they can make that that second half of the season run. We'll see what goes on. And then the Eagles, I always joke with Philadelphia, they're able to make mistakes. Carson can throw a few picks, and they're still winning ball. I, I, they only have three wins on the season, so let's not get carried away. But in the last two games against the New York Giants on, on Thursday night and then Sunday night against the Cowboys, he was able to have trouble and still win the ball game. So that's something to be said. I feel like, you know, he's been struggling when, he, when he's facing premier teams because mistakes catch up to you. You want to have that clean game without picks, without fumbles, and make the right decision. And I feel Carson will grow into that role. He's still young. You know, people forget. He's still young. Dak Prescott's young. Daniel Jones is young. And this is a division that's growing. I always, you know, I joke about the Giants. and But at the end of the day, if everything's clicking, they can be just fine. Daniel Jones is throwing the football uh, down the field accurately. Now, if he can limit fumbles and he could limit interceptions in the red zone, things will be okay. Back with the NFC, Russell Wilson. People thought he took a dip last week, losing to the Cardinals. He had a late game interception in OT. But guys, the great ones make mistakes as well. Let's not forget that. The MVP race 
Russell Wilson is still at the top. And he was back on track. DK Metcalf said it after the game. Uh, They beat the Niners pretty good. And DK goes, Russ is back on track. He's back on track. Nothing happened. Why can't you have a bad game? They got one loss on the season. So Seattle looks in control there. And Russ is just at the top of the charts. Okay, guys. Monday night. We're live from New York City. Uh, Monday Night Football just wrapped up. The Buccaneers beat the New York Giants 25-23. to uh, Great game by both teams. Uh, the Giants had a late game drive. Uh, Daniel Jones throws a touchdown pass to Golden Tate. The window was small, but Danny Dimes delivered. Now the New York Giants were down two. Going into the two-point conversion to force overtime. Now I'm gonna I'm gonna explain something here uh, on our show, uh, week seven. Now going for two, Daniel Jones threw a pass to the flat to his running back. Now a flag was thrown on the field. It was thrown because the defender did not look back to the quarterback and made contact with the receiver. That's a flag. Now, all the referees on the field gathered together. It looks like uh, Tom Brady's brothers or cousins. But uh, they went uh, they went over it, and guess what? Flag was picked up. Buccaneers win by two. Joe Judge livid on the field. Him and, him and Brady were buddies in New England, but uh, no buddies anymore. Uh, New York City, another loss. Um, and yeah, I wanted to uh, wrap things up tonight. Uh, of course, we release every Tuesday. This Tuesday is a special one. So make sure everyone get out there and vote if you did not vote already. And uh, this election's going to mean a lot. You know, this is a sports talk show, but sports and politics, social change, we're, we're all in this together. So uh, everyone have a great week. JD out.